G'day everybody, Leon here from Body by Leon. Today we have a great topic of conversation. A topic of conversation that's, um, that often comes up a lot on social media regarding calorie intake for, for bodybuilders, for athletes, um, in regards to getting extreme conditioning. How far can we go? How low is too low? Well, today we're gonna debunk that. And today I have a, I have a great example here, a client of mine and one of my closest mates I've had in for the last five years and we've done multiple shows together. 20, how many, how many shows? 31 now. 31 shows together. And, and, the, and this person I'll introduce very shortly has only got better and better as the years gone through. But I've understood his, his body better. He, he understands the grind better. He understands how far we can actually push his body. And it's not just his body, a body in general. So what we're talking about today can be related to anyone. So we'll talk about how low this guy has actually gone in the past and why people might think, wow, that's too low, that's too low. The guy sitting here in good health, he's fine. He's still in perfect condition, you know, after 30 odd shows later. So I wanna talk about there are there are ways to get around it. You know, you can't just, you know, see a, have a go at a coach because he's thrown a client down to, you know, 11, 1200 calories, a male bodybuilder for, for a few weeks to get extreme conditioning. Because sometimes this, this sport requires extreme conditioning. So that's what we're gonna get onto this morning. So. Before we go too fast, I'll introduce this individual as, um, let's call him Mr. T, Mr. O, Mr. B, because that was his results this year where he, he won the overall physique. Um, well, I said Mr. T, it actually wasn't, it wasn't Townsville, was it? Uh, well, not Toowoomba, what was it? It was Darling uh, Downs. Darling Downs, Mr. D, Mr. D, we'll call <laughs> Mr. him Mr. D. Mr. D as well. Mr. Paul Hooper from Paul's Body Engineering, guys. Let's welcome Paulie. Welcome, Paulie. Thank you, mate. Thank you for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. So we'll, we'll get straight into it, mate. Let, let's get straight into it. And, and you've had an amazing season and probably exceeded your expectations, everyone's expectations. Um, how are you feeling now, one month post-show, three weeks? Yeah, yeah, four, fourth week in, fourth week out, I should say. Um, oh, look, I, I feel great. I feel my training's awesome. Um, food's great. Um, I, I got no issues whatsoever post-show. Um, even even the, the, I guess, the common term of post-comp blues. Um, I, and I guess that comes from experience. I, I really didn't have any, uh, just due to the, 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 the fact that I knew what was next hmm. uh, for me. Uh, so I feel good. But yeah, it was a, it was a great season. Um, 11 starts, 9 wins, 2 pro cards, uh, 3 overall titles. Um, couldn't have asked for much more. It exceeded my expectation by a long way. And, and how was your conditioning on top of everything? It was just next, next level conditioning? Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty good. Like looking back at photos now, um, I, I did do some skins on myself um, a couple of times and I got as low as 6%. Um, and I know there was probably a little bit more we could have gone, but obviously being physique, we don't need legs, so we didn't we didn't need to. Uh, thank thank God. <laughs> I know I don't really have great great pins on me, so. Uh, you said it. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit yeah. that. No, uh, I'll be the first to admit that. <laughs> yeah, so look, um, yeah, so obviously body fat percentage was pretty low for me, um, but yeah, it was um, the conditioning was great. Um, lines everywhere. Awesome. Just before I do go on and talk about the calorie intake, just something you said there, a great little point about post-comp blues. And you, you and I both obviously being coaches, we, we, we see it everywhere. We mm. hear it everywhere. It's on social media. Our clients go through it. It, it exists. It's, we can't deny it doesn't yep. exist. Now, could you maybe give an example on why you don't have comp 
post blues like obviously you, you're a family man as well so it would have been very important it was probably a you know you probably couldn't wait to get back to normality and wait to get down and have a pub at the beer lot we'd like to do often so how about you tell the listeners out there how did you overcome post comp blues why are you different to everybody else paulie um that's a very good question um look you know i think experience plays one having done so many shows prior you kind of know what to expect once you're done but for me you hit the nail on the head i was i was ready to finish probably two weeks earlier than I was, than I did actually physically finish. Mm. Um, you know, the, the low calories, the, 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 the toll it takes on the body and the mind, obviously still running a business, being a family man, husband, father. Um, I was ready to sort of get back to normality. But in saying that, it's important to have new goals set before the, the last goal finishes. Um, I think that's important for any individual. Um, you've got to focus on what's ahead, not what you've just done. Um, so look, for me, having jagged a couple of pro cards, that's the next step for me, you know, to, to now try and improve on what I've just achieved um, and step up to a professional level, which I know is a massive jump for me. So that's, I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's a great answer, Pauline. I think, I think if I can add to that as well, I think for, for listeners, the biggest thing I can tell people is, is learn to be gracious and learn to have a have a nice gratitude to be able to even do the sport in the first oh, place. Totally. Because because it's a, let's be realistic, it can be it, it is a selfish sport in some direction. We we can't deny that. There, the focus is on you. Look, we try. Look, we try to you know keep life rolling and mm. try to be the great husband and father that we <laughs> that we like to be. But look, let's be realistic. We're dragging our feet around. <laughs> you know, we're not we're not very active down the park when the kids want to play footy. We're the first we're the first to admit that. But I would, like, I would like more people to be finishing shows and start to think, making the forefront, probably the most important thing is learning just to go, well, I'm gonna get, oh, how exciting is it to get back to life? How exciting will it be to go be a husband again or a, or a wife again or a father again or, the, or a mother again and get the simple things back to life again? Yeah. I think if we focus more on that, I know we wanna, you know, we all want, goals with training direction you know like you just mentioned then you've got you know pro status now so you're going to be chasing you know that that pro lineups now which is the next level but mm. i'd like more people just to have a goal like that also but hey let's let's come a little bit back to reality and let's start thinking about the basic things that when none of us are thinking about mm. about thinking about wow how how amazing that experience was and now how great is it that i can spend time again with my family and my loved ones again because they're the ones that suffer probably more than us oh absolutely they, they make massive sacrifices um you know and i can't thank my wife and my kids enough for the support um from the past six months um and and you're right it's it's the the little things that you miss and you realize that when you're in prep but obviously being in a foggy state of mind sometimes you don't carry that through to when you're finished so you know like we, we used to hang out and have a beer every every weekend or every second weekend i shouldn't say every weekend but <laughs> it, it sometimes ended up that way um but just those little things where you know the social aspect of life where you get to catch up with friends and stuff which kind of is restricted when you're when you're dieting for a show you, you don't have that flexibility or you try not to because obviously it can lead to something that doesn't need to mm. um and then obviously with with family you know, you can't go out and take the family out for a nice meal or, well, you can, but again, it's, it's very difficult. So those little things mean a lot more um, when you're in prep. So if you can carry that through once you're done and then you appreciate it so much more, you really do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think even, even at the moment, Paulie, you know, we might, we might head down for a beer, you know, two, three times a week, but you know, we're not overstaying our welcome. We're not, we're not binging down there. We're having two, three beers tops. And for me, it's a, it's and yourself. It's probably a good 
debrief. It's a good mm. social it's meeting. It's a business meeting. Yes, yeah, yeah, we'll be DMs. That's what, that's what we can call it. That's what Adam, Adam Bright used to always say. And, um, but I think on that, on that side of it, like if, if you're telling it up, well, all we're doing is taking an extra, you know, 200 calories a week worth of, worth of alcohol. But when I say that without us sounding bad, that it's a good, it's a good catch up. It's a good laugh. It, it, it slides you back into society. 100%. And I think that's key. Like, yep. you know, and it doesn't have to be alcohol. It could be someone could be more a, a coffee, coffee meetings. Yep. Um, just little breakfasts and luncheons. Just getting back to normality and doing the stuff that you haven't been able to do for six months. It's good for the headspace too. You know, it allows you to sort of debrief um, if you're having a bad week. Just a good simple chat with, with someone. Um, it can do wonders. It really can. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And, and the, the, so the my, probably the biggest takeaway point just from this little convo here is that, you know, the first thing people can do other than, you know, structuring goals in relation to their own physique, how about they structure goals in relation to lifestyle, get back to meeting up with, with fen, friends and family and go on to see mum and dad, you know, the little important things that actually are the things that matter in life. You agree, Paulie? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, awesome, mate. Awesome. So let's get, let, let, let's get to the back end of your season mm. because... Naturally, we um, you, you responded very well this season. We, we we did the right thing by, you know, did did we put too much weight on you in the off season? Maybe a little bit, but but we always knew that the higher calorie intake that we can get you to have, it's going to put you in mate great step. And I think how how what was the calorie intake for the highest point we got? We got pretty close to four thousand. So yeah. for me, that was a lot of food. I was I was eating a lot of food. When when you when you're eating clean, that's a lot of food. So I was to the point where I was having to be very creative to get my calories in each day to ensure that I wasn't left with too much at the end. But um, I was sitting about 12 kilos over my previous stage weight. So I was a little bit heavier than I was used to, but at the same time, given my age, I knew I needed to tick as many boxes as I could to give myself the best opportunity for this coming season. Yeah, good Yeah, good point. Because if we think about it also, that, that 12 kilo, why people go, wow, you had to drop 12 kilo. 12 kilo to 15 kilo is probably the average amount that an average bodybuilder now is losing. Yeah. And, say, and as you say, you hit the nail on the head where you mentioned that you could have lose, lost a little bit more, like your upper body couldn't have been any more peeled. It's just your legs probably could do with another three weeks, but they, we didn't need to. No. So what's the point of sacrificing upper body muscle to dial legs that are going to be under them pink board shorts. In your <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the pink board shorts. Yeah, no, I won't, I won't knock them, mate. They've just, they just won a couple of pro cars. There ain't nothing I can say because I'm, I'm still an amateur, mate. But in, but in saying that, so obviously that, that high calorie intake, that, that was a secret. And I knew by giving you a high calorie intake, it's going to help you with your density. So you spent, what, two years out? Two yeah, and a half two, years? two years. Yeah, two years solid before I started dialing again. Yeah. yeah. And then what twenty twenty two weeks 20, it was from start weeks. to finish. Yep. So that so so the good little take home message there is there's 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 two years sitting in a hell of a surplus, mm. and and the results from two and a half years ago till now was just an incredible amount of density for a natural athlete. Yet there wasn't a lot of difference in your weight. Wasn't no, there? no, there wasn't. There was only a, a kilo, maybe two, depending on on which show I did, but. Um, the, the, the difference from one picture to the next in terms of two-year difference was amazing. Yeah, it looks almost five, 10 kilo heavier. Oh, for big a, time. So, so that's a good little natural indication for true, you know, true natural athlete. Yeah. Is that, you know, you might you might only come in, a, you know, people go, oh, I'm only like a kilo heavier than I was two years ago. That's fine, there's nothing wrong with that. If you if the next 10 years you're doing shows and you come in a kilo heavier, do the math, and yeah. you're, you're quite big, you're a big athlete. Yeah, that's right. But just your density was just, 
I think that was the the very impressive part. You just just thickness through the chest. Just an off, just an off season of you know the basics. You know that you had a lot of deadlifts. You had a lot of pressing. You just pressed and dead. A lot of, lot of lot of inclined bench. A lot of shoulder press. Yeah, it was. But yeah, you're right. It was from the photos you could see that just the quality of uh, of muscle had improved significantly, mm. and and that's what it come down to: high calories and lots of training. But. Back to 1970s, just old school. Yeah, man. Bar, yeah. Bar, the barbell. Back to the barbell basics, wasn't it? Yeah, big time. Big time. Pressing, pull, push, legs. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty simple, isn't it? No, yeah. no fancy stuff and, and just hard work Yeah. And, and consistent. Yeah, consistent was the key. I think I, I averaged six days a week training without fail. Yeah. Um, and I'd only drop one day if I needed it. So, awesome. Yeah. So let's get on to the nitty gritty. Let's, let's talk about how low, how, what... You, you tell us, you tell me, how low was it the last two, three weeks before a show? How low did we go? So before Toowoomba, um, which was a, a show we brought forward, um, uh, which was a little late in the season, but a little early in the season, sorry. Um, it, it was it was all right, but then we went. I went two, two shows or two weeks where I was coaching, so I didn't compete, and then we went into, into Sydney. Um, we got as low as approximately 1,300, and that's probably the lowest I've ever been yep. um, over the years that I've competed. Um, I felt it. Yeah. Uh, there's no denying that. More so, more so in my body and just my. I was just really lethargic. And look, that's you know that you know that's coming. You, low you, body you, fat. Yeah, exactly. Low body fat. So you got no energy. But um, it is what it is. You know, you prepare yourself for it. If you, if you if you have a good coach and you you know what to expect, then it is what it is, and you do what you need to do to to get the end result. And how long were we at that thirteen hundred for? That was, oh, about was two three weeks. Yeah, about two weeks, maybe yeah. a little bit longer than two weeks. Um, it's important point, Paulie, is because the message I'm trying to get here. We weren't on, you know, the fact that we started on four thousand calories, but the point is that we had to end up super low to to bring you in. You're yeah. for, you're for, you're forty one forty yeah. one years old, so it's not like you're twenty years old. So yep. you know that things had to get a little bit harder at the end, but. Just back before when you were talking about before your very first show, do you remember at the calorie intake? If I remember, we were maybe around that 18, 1900 mark. Yeah. I can't remember, yeah, but it yeah. would have been something. It was a lot there. higher, yeah. Yeah, because we were almost, I think we started at the 4,000. I think we started the cut around somewhere at 3,000, but mm. we had to get pretty aggressive by even dropping, you know, 100, 200 calories almost weekly because our yep. time frame wasn't that long at because we brought that first show forward. That's right, that's right. So the, 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 in terms of weight between the first show and the, and the second show, which was a f- four-week period, um, was about two and a half kilos. Yeah. Um, but that last two and a half kilos was a little bit more stubborn. Yeah. So hence the, the low calories to move it. But it worked. Like the, I've seen the photos from Sydney and, and without blowing my own horn, I was pretty sharp. Yeah. You know, so it's a bit, it it's worked. A big difference, isn't it, for oh. it? And it was only a, again a two week, really a two week, two three weeks maximum yeah. of having to go low. It's not and and, and when we say thirteen hundred, you know, it's just super high protein. Yeah. Obviously, just that moderate fats and you and you're leaving off, you know, not a lot of starch. But sometimes in our sport, this is the point I'm getting to. You need to you need to push hard. But you notice we've only said here we've only pushed hard for two to three weeks. We didn't push hard for twelve weeks. That's right. It we didn't we didn't need to. But if we hadn't have brought Paulie in that hard them last two weeks he definitely wouldn't have won the low rules in the last couple of shows because he was he was up against some bigger boys a lot bigger boys yeah. actually with amazing physiques and at any other given day the decision could have gone the other way and i would have i would have gone well that's fair enough because the other guys are great too but the conditioning level that you brought was just you just it just couldn't be overlooked yeah and if we hadn't have gone that little bit 
you know, you, you probably wouldn't be sitting here now with that introduction. You'd have, you'd have, <laughs> a, few, you'd have a few extra seconds going on. <laughs> and, and some more ribbing to carry on with as well for that, a few more years. <laughs> that, 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 that's exactly it. So by going to super low calories for a short period of time, it hasn't killed you, has it, Paul? No, not at all. Look, like I said, you know, it's it's a mental, it's a mindset. Um, you've, you, you know what's coming. You need to prepare yourself. Um, it, it, the hunger component never bothered me like I, I, I always have ways to overcome that and, and distractions always a, a good one but um, I just made sure from my own perspective my business was running well I, I needed to make sure that my my clients were serviced accordingly and um, you know you just got to turn up and 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 do the best you can it's as simple as that like it's like you said it's only for a short period of time but that's what's needed the the caliber of athlete these days that are coming to shows is next level and it just keeps improving so at 41 years of age, we had to we had to push. Yeah, that's it, and and, and, and it, it's all paid off. And you, yeah. you you're sitting here now, look, you still look the same. I can't believe you've got the same. Hey, everything's the same. So you're in good health. There's no dramas. We're, we're no, free down low calories for a couple of weeks, and we and we haven't killed you. No, you know what I mean. So so you can go low for a short period of time, and I'm going to keep stressing that mm. so it doesn't get taken out of context. And people think that you know we're starting clients on 1,200 calories for um. You know, from from twenty weeks out, we did start at the four thousand, and you know, three and a half thousand, three thousand, and then we went down by a hundred calories there about a week thereabouts. Not mm. too bad, but we but we had enough calories in the bank to play with. Now, Paulie, at the back end of that, like if you obviously yourself being a coach and my, myself being a coach in that position you're at, would you would you agree with me here? Is that the the best thing to when you when you do have a client that you do know that you have to push, mm. you do know where hey we're we're super close, but hey this you have a chat to the client and let them know hey we've got to push hard for the next two three weeks it's going to entail me going pretty low calories it's going to be it's going to take its toll it's going to take its toll on you mentally it may take its toll on your family can you please go talk to your family discuss that we're about to push pretty hard it's only a few week period would you agree that'd be a good method and you reckon that's something that maybe maybe some coaches really need to take on board as well is maybe having that crucial chat to their client to understand, hey, if we're gonna push, you need their you need their okay as far as the duty of care goes for a coach. Hundred percent, yeah. Look, duty of care that's very important. Um, I I always stipulate at the start of any prep for any client, even when they just approach me or inquire, um, the level of uh, or the degree of um potential low calories that you may go um look i'm not an advocate for it but at the same time i know that that's where a lot of people have to end up um but yeah a conversation at the start and and look it's it's something you can't explain to an individual who's never competed before how you feel it's not you can't compare it to like being hungover or being just tired because you haven't slept for two days it's it's a completely different feeling um so it's important that you almost hold their hand to a degree, particularly at those later stages. And yes, you need to make sure that the family is on board. You need to make sure that the husband or the partner or the wife is on board because they need their support because it's the unknown. They're entering the unknown, particularly as a first timer. So yes, conversation is important. Um, Continual communication is important. Uh, Full disclosure, transparency from both ways is important. Um, Yeah, duty of care, you've got to do it. Oh, awesome, Paulie. And I think just the last note we can add on that, I might just give a little bit of an example. I've just been having a conversation to a to a client where she is on 1,350 calories now, so she's not excessively low for a female. That's almost average with you know 10 weeks to go and prep. It's not the worst in the world, but it's not the best in the world. 
But they're at a point where I've done the math where I'm going, you know, they might have, you know, six to seven kilos to go on a female. That's a fair bit of weight for a short female with 1,350 calories. We're doing cardio. We've got three times a week. We've got a couple of hits in there and just one 30-minute session. So there's a lot of tools being used there already. Yep. This is an example where I had the chat to the client this morning. It was like, we're 10 weeks out. The numbers are tough. Okay, what we might do is give it two more weeks, make a few adjustments, we'll go to the 1300 mark, and we'll see if not much changes in the next fortnight, in the next week, then we need to reassess and we go, we may need to spend more time to delay their show by six months. That's because we're a fair way out and we're at the lower side of the calories anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? If we, if we had to have this conversation that, and the lady was on 17, 1800 calories of 10 weeks out, it's a different story. Absolutely. You know, and, and if we were in your position there that, you know, we were... You know, we were 1,300 calories and we were 10 weeks out. Well, the show's not happening. Yeah. We know that. So again, I'm going to stipulate that for people to understand that ex extreme pushing can happen for a couple of week period. It's not going to hurt that individual, but it's a great idea to let the client know this is what's coming. Yes, I, I completely agree with that. And look, you've, you've, you've mentioned their tools um, and it's important to note that we do have our, at our disposal a lot of tools that we can utilize to try and avoid the um, the significant or consistent drops in calories. So, you know, like you said, a little bit of cardio, increasing their steps. Um, are they training hard enough? And I know I'm, I'm broaching a different topic here, but a lot of the times um, individuals don't realize how much they need to push in terms of their weightlifting ability. Um, you train hard, you train intense, and you train with short rest, you're gonna burn a lot more calories than you realize. Mm. So um, using utilizing those tools um, can, I guess reduce the ability or the, the need to drop calories so quickly. Um, they'll have to go anyway, but at least you're delaying that aspect and yep. maybe holding on to a little bit more than you need to. To the back end. Yeah. Just keeping that keeping that muscle on one frame. That's just the, 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 the key mode. And that's where we you we just we were back to the barbell. Yeah. And again, I, I mentioned you as an example because you hear about most we we coach pretty much the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're 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 back to the basics, we're all about, you know, progressive overload and lifting heavy and and, and, the, and still lifting you know, three RMs, you know, a week or two before a show because it's super, super important just to keep that muscle mass on the frame as that'll keep your metabolism as high as we can. So like, so what, what you mentioned, how you, you probably hit the nail on the head when you're talking about keeping the training hard and intense. And as you, it's easier said than done. It's not easy when you're on low calories and, you're, right. and you're super tired. We all understand that and life goes on where we've got to keep on working. So it, it's not as easy as it sounds, but the fact of the matter is, if you want the gold medal or the sword or the pro card, yeah. mate, you, it's it's almost like whoever wants to dig in the most is going to come out the best at the end. That's it. It's it's a battle of, of survival. It really is. Um, you know, it, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want the result? Or how bad do you want the success? You've just, you've, you've got to find a way to turn it on, and, and it's a mindset as much as anything. You know, yes, you physically feel tired, but can you switch on for an hour when you're training? It's it's not it's not a game contest prep anymore. You know what I mean? Like you know, five years ago, people oh, I want to do a show for the experience and the journey. Yeah. Let's be realistic. Times are changing. The competition level is getting so high, and I think I think because there's been so many coaches around that you know you're you're in the spotlight. You know, if you do something wrong again, people are pretty quick to rubbish you on social media, like yeah. what I mentioned earlier. So you um, you know, you kind of you kind of want to play by the rules, but at the same time. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're talking about today is that, you know, it's easy for coaches that may not bring, you know, 10 to 15 athletes like we do per show, yeah. but most of them athletes are going to be in great condition. Absolutely. And most of them athletes aren't bouncing back. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we also have their protocol set post-show. 
Yep. We've got everything set up for them. We know what they're doing post-show. We know we've got their diet set. We've got their training set. Everything's ready to rock and roll. So the goal is that we can't control what they put in their mouth. But as long as we put every step in place, yep. we've taken every protocol we can as our fact of our duty of care. Yeah, absolutely. A it's, it's a res- it's a results-driven industry at the end of the day. I think I, I read a stat somewhere. It's the second fastest growing sport in the world. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's incredibly popular. And you're, and you're right. Like, it, gone are the days where people are just doing the one-off show or the one-off prep for a journey or for an experience or um, you know for a challenge or whatever it might be people are, are incredibly competitive they, they want to win it's as simple as that so um, they, they seek out the, the best coach they believe is going to get them the job and you know results speak volume in terms of um, success in terms of the clients that, that, that you attract so um, you know it's, it's the same as uh, an NRL coach you know they're going to get sacked if their team doesn't perform yep. so same thing that's it and i think we also as coaches we can do we can do everything right we can have like in your case we had the off season set up it couldn't have been any better Mm. but yet we still had to push the boundaries at the end it's just sometimes it's just what it takes and let's be realistic your your genetics aren't as bad as the next person regarding metabolism wise there's people twice three times as bad as Mm. you but you've got to even go harder and it's just how it is man people employ you to get a job done and and understand that we're going on stage so you, we are taking the body beyond the realms of where it wants to be and sometimes we just have to accept the fact that you know we're going to have to push hard so i think as a, as a whole to wrap it up the industry must understand that nowhere no one's an advocate of, of low calories but at the same time some things need to be pushed at the back end to get the job done but as long as it's done safely effectively and you, you're even working with, with doctors and getting blood tests to make yep. sure you know what bloods are good and, and, and what are you lacking, whether a lot of females tend to lock, lack a lot of iron. Mm-hmm. So it's very, they, some of them need iron infusions, even some you know iron tablets just don't do the, do the trick for them. So that's a very common one I've seen post-show as well, you know yeah. what I mean? So there's just a simple example of using, utilizing all the tools that we, the resources that we have available for us. Absolutely, good point. Um, look, you know, one shoe doesn't fit everybody, so it's it, it's very customized. It's very individualized. So everybody is going to respond differently to different methods. So you know, you can't just have a cookie cutter program and assume that they're going to get to to success um, in good condition. It doesn't work like that. So yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Um, it's important to, to do all the things right. Have a pre-prep, you know. Set yourself up. Set yourself up before you prep. Don't just approach a coach with 12 weeks to go and expect to have an amazing result if you haven't done the work behind the scenes. Yeah, and I think we're pretty, pretty, I think we're very lucky in Queensland too. I don't I don't know if it's just Queensland or we we gel everyone gels pretty good together here, but you know there's you know that you get is Joey Cantler, there's Andrew DC, that yourself, me, Brandon Kempter. They're just they're just to rattle off a few coaches at the top of my head that are brilliant coaches. Always deliver, always bring huge teams. And I think if you ask the question to each and every one of them, there is going to be at some point of time they've had to push clients hard. It's just it's just especially um you know if you uh, let, let's say Brandon there who might primarily look at um, bodybuilders. Mm. He's bringing clients in just ridiculous, you know, all the time. So there is going to be points of time, I'm sure, that not all of them guys are on 3,000 calories. No, no. You know what I mean? And no. so I'm sure we're, we're all in this together. We all understand that, you know, this is our job. This is our livelihood. We need to do what we've got to do within fair play. A hundred percent. You know, we, we, we take the, the client's considerations, their requests, but also their health as a, as a responsibility. But, and, but at the same time, we need to do what needs to be done to get the result. 
Exactly right, because this is our job at the end of the day, isn't it? It is, mate, yes. And, and we have the best job in the world. 100%. Love it. Awesome, Love it. Paulie. Well, mate, I think that'll wrap it up. I think there's some there's some good key notes in there. Hopefully, people will take our advice on board and, and, and debunk that, you know, low calories is, is not optimal, but some points of times for a couple of weeks, it's not going to kill anyone. No, totally agree. Thanks, Good mate. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Leon here from Body by Leon.